the five things that will have the best effect for getting you out of a hyperestrogenic state. What is up, my Sunlight Samurais? Hansa Mato here. In this video, I'm gonna to talk to you about the five best things that will help to get you out of a hyperestrogenic state. So this will include things that inhibit the aromatase. The, the main focus is about things that's gonna inhibit the aromatase, but they will have additional anti-estrogen effects. So let's dive into it. The things that we want to look at, that we want to improve when we want to lower access estrogen, first of all, is the aromatase. That is the main enzyme that converts testosterone into estrogen. So inhibiting the aromatase is key to getting less estrogen, getting out of a hyperestrogenic state. Other things that we can do is we can antagonize the estrogen receptor, and we can also reduce the estrogen receptor expression. So that reduces the sensitivity and we block the effect of estrogen actually binding to it. Uh, I forgot to mention with aromatase, we can block the aromatase, but we can also reduce the expression of aromatase and we can reduce the things that stimulate aromatase like glutamate and inflammation, for example. And then we can also support the liver to detox estrogen through glucuronidation, which makes the estrogen more uh, water soluble so that your body can easily excrete it. So let's dive into the specific compounds. The five things that will have the best effect for getting you out of a hyperestrogenic state. And, and I'm going to link, I'm going to talk about the three things that can have the best effect because it inhibits the aromatase, it inhibits the estrogen receptor, and it promotes proper estrogen excretion. So the top three things. The first thing is sunlight. So this is kind of like a dual category, it's two of those in that category. The first thing is vitamin D. The other one is melatonin. So you might be wondering what has melatonin to do with sunlight because sunlight lowers melatonin. But this, let's charge with vitamin D. So Without sunlight, you can't be producing vitamin D. You can get a little bit from food, but that you will only be able to get silly amounts. You can also take a supplement, but I definitely prefer using sunlight to get the vitamin D because sunlight has so many other benefits. And I will link an article that I did on the benefits of sunlight in the description for you guys. So vitamin D can antagonize the estrogen receptor and also downregulate the estrogen receptor. It inhibits aromatase, downregulate the aromatase, and inhibit the aromatase stimulators like prostaglandins, hyperinsulinemia, uh, access glutamate, access intracellular calcium, a lot of those stuff. And then it can also improve liver function and liver and gut function to improve the detoxification of estrogen. So the first step happens, the glucuronidation step happens in the liver, it's then excreted in the urine or in the feces to the bile, but you have certain bacteria in the gut that express the enzyme beta-glucuronidase, which then kind of like reactivates the estrogen so that you can reabsorb it. So vitamin D improves gut function. It reduces those bacteria that express beta-glucuronidase. So you are able to better excrete the estrogen. So vitamin D, absolutely amazing for getting you out of a hyperestrogen state. Just be consistent with getting vitamin D with sunlight, getting sunlight every single day as best as you can. If you can't get sunlight uh, because you're living in that kind of area that don't have a lot of sunlight, try to get a, onto a tanning bed about two to three times on a day uh, per week. So the other side of the spectrum, we have melatonin. So melatonin does all of the things that vitamin D do. It basically inhibits estrogen receptor, downregulates the estrogen receptor, blocks aromatase, downregulates the aromatase, improve better detoxification of estrogen, inhibits reactivation of estrogen. So it just is it, very good at getting, uh, like protecting you, you against the, the harms of excess estrogen while lowering it. Now, I don't recommend supplementing melatonin because it can have 
and the androgenic effects. I would rather have my body optimize its own production. Now, people know like melatonin is produced in the pineal gland at night when you are not exposed to blue light. But the thing is, it can be produced in other places as well, like the bone marrow, the retina, and the gut, and also in the muscle. So when you are exposed to sunlight, specifically the uh, near-infrared and red light, that actually stimulates the production of melatonin inside your cells, not in the pineal gland. So the sunlight lowers melatonin levels in the pineal gland, the circulating levels of melatonin, but it actually increases your tissue levels of melatonin. And the melatonin then has strong effects at protecting you against oxidative stress, inflammation, and protecting you against tissue estrogen. The thing is like, you can have estrogen in the blood, high estrogen, but it does not necessarily mean that your tissue estrogen is high. And you can have low circulating levels of estrogen, but your tissue estrogen might be extremely high. So by improving your cellular melatonin can actually protect you against the hyperestrogenic state in the tissue specifically. So get that sunlight. It's kind of like to this opposing thing. You optimize your vitamin D, which is great for lowering estrogen, and then making sure that your melatonin is in check. So vitamin D for the day, melatonin for the night, sunlight connects those two. So make sure you get as much sunlight as possible and um, not just the vitamin D and melatonin, but sunlight specifically exposing yourself to UV light has been shown to lower estrogen levels, both estradiol and estrone, increasing the testosterone to estrogen ratio. Get sunlight, extremely, extremely beneficial for people that are hyperestrogenic and have too much prolactin. The other compound that is also extremely helpful is zinc. If you are zinc deficient, you have less luteinizing hormone, you have reduced expression of luteinizing hormone receptor on the testes, and you have reduced production of testosterone. And zinc is also a cofactor for many of the sterogenic enzymes. So if you have zinc deficiency, you can't produce testosterone very effectively, even if you use something like HEG, which stimulates all of those enzymes because zinc is a cofactor. So they found that mice and humans Animals and humans that don't have enough zinc typically have lower levels of testosterone and much higher levels of estrogen, which means they have upper-regulated levels of aromatase, and they also have low levels of DHT. So zinc stimulates 5-alpha-reductase reductase to increase the production of DHT. And what they also found is that these animals that have low levels of zinc had increased expression of estrogen receptors and reduction in the androgen receptors. This really throws you into a hyperestrogenic, hypoandrogenic uh, scenario. So make sure you consume zinc through red meat. This is the source that I prefer by far. And also oysters is also a really good source. Just make sure that you don't become copper dominant because the zinc to copper ratio is also extremely important. Now, the body is very good at regulating the absorption of your nutrients like iron and copper. Like if you're deficient, it can upregulate the absorption up to 90%. If you have enough copper, your body can downregulate it all the way that you only absorb like 10% of your dietary copper. So the body is very good at regulating the absorption, but for some people, their regulation processes is not as good. So it's, so those people might have like, they might be predisposed to being iron overloaded or copper overloaded. So just be sure you check, but those are the minority of people that really become overloaded because your body is extremely good at regulating the absorption of these nutrients. The fourth compound is white button mushroom. This is a mushroom that don't inhibit 5-alpha reductase, and it actually has very potent anti-aromatase effects. 
Also, it helps very good for lowering inflammation in the gut and helping with the excretion of toxins and that stuff. I personally have seen people that send me their blood work by just having a little bit of white button mushroom on a daily basis, and I can see how their estrogen dropped, and that was the only variable. So white button mushroom, really good for lowering uh, aromatase. And you could, if you can have that on a daily basis, if you're estrogen dominant, that will help a lot. And then the last compound is vitamin A. So vitamin A also has similar effects to blocking estrogen on the receptor, downregulating the estrogen receptor, uh, blocking the aromatase and lowering overall aromatase expression. So the fat-soluble vitamins in general are beneficial at getting you out of a hyperestrogenic state, but vitamin D and vitamin A is going to be the most uh, important, most helpful for that. But again, I don't really like supplementing. Just make sure you eat some food like beef liver is going to be, going to be really helpful. You can also consume like uh, dairy fat that's going to have a little bit of vitamin A. You consume some eggs that has a little bit of vitamin A. I don't like getting my vitamin A from plant sources because the, absorpt the, um, the absorption isn't very good. And then also the conversion of carotene to retinol is often very bad in a lot of people. So you don't really benefit from it, but you benefit a lot from consuming retinol. Your body just immediately absorbs it and it can use it for those anti-androgenic, those anti-estrogenic effects. So that is the top five sunlight because it increases the production of vitamin D, melatonin, and the UV light on its own have anti-estrogenic effects. We have zinc, white button mushroom, and finishing off with a vitamin A. And as I mentioned with the fat solubles, you can have all of them like vitamin E and vitamin K, but I just prefer getting that from animal fats as well. Uh, there are other, other vitamin, um, there are other anti-estrogen compounds and supplements that you can try out. There's a one called Vertex that um, is supposedly one of the strongest aromatase inhibitors on the planet, supposedly according to them. I will link their product in the description if you want to check it out. And there's another one sold by Idealabs DC called Gonadin Plus. Can, it has strong pro-dopamine and anti-aromatase effects, so that can also help to get you out of a estrogen-dominant state. I will link that for you guys in the description as well. So I hope this was helpful. If you have any questions, please leave that in the comment section below. And also let me know what other topics you guys would like to hear more about. And also, in the Alpha Energy Mel course, I have a whole section of optimizing your hormones, increasing testosterone, lowering estrogen, increasing dopamine, lowering lactin, increasing DHT, all of that with diet, lifestyle, and supplementation. So I will link that for you guys in the description as well. And I will check you in the next one. Cheers, guys.